Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Garage Time. Let's get into it. Man, week one, fitness watch. Mm. I got I got everything set up. I got my, I did all the essentials, right? I did all the essentials. So I created a new Instagram. Mm-hmm. I put fit in my name. Sure. Spent like $800 on clothes and headbands and new earbuds and uh, legalized cocaine. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might just be regular cocaine. It, they're so hard to differentiate. You got to, you know. Sometimes you got to just stick with what you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and I got a gym membership. So you're fucked. You're going down. Well, see, that's what you say. What I say is I just bought proportion Tupperware. So I think Ooh. you're going down now. I have now. <laughs> I have uh, uh, made dinner, some salmon dinners, some chicken dinners, both with unseasoned broccoli in them. And some sweet potatoes. So mm. I think right now I'm I might need to might need to step up my game and go find a copy of like six minute abs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seven minute abs, something like that. So I spent about twelve minutes on uh, uh, YouTube yesterday, and there was a lot of thirty minute ad videos. But I only watched twelve minutes of it. And I got the gist of it. Well, we should reach out to our good friend uh, Rob McKelney and see if we can get uh, prototypes of the. Uh, was it the Ass Blaster 5000? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see? So he tweeted, there's some like infomercial, like piston squat thing. <laughs> and it's so like, it's really weird. I don't understand how it even is supposed to work. Cause like you have to sit down and there's nothing like, there's no weight above you. Right. The idea is you have to force this piston down with your ass. I, I'm and, not entirely comfortable with this. Well, and so. He goes, he quote tweets it, and he's like, you'll be hearing from my patent lawyers. And so, you know, clearly because of, because of, uh, Sonny. Sonny. And and some woman was like, she tweeted on their, uh, what was it? It was, uh, it was an actual bike, exercise bike with a full, uh, with an actual dildo, not a dildo with a fist. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was like, you might want to send them to like Stockholm or wherever it was. I'm like, oh, my God. But it works though, because when you get tired well, and you want to it, sit down, it pushes you back up. You don't want to sit down. So basically all this does is make you stand up while riding a bike, right? Which Unless you most... want to get your ass blasted. True. This Never true. stop pumping. Yeah, so, so I was going to start today. Well, start yesterday, but the, the wife's birthday is... Uh, in 20, what, 33 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. So today for all of you listening, happy birthday, my love. Um, you're 32. Congratulations. She's listening. She's going to be furious. Furious, but she I don't know why. Listen. She knows how old she is. She looks great. She's younger than me. And I always tell her like, you're okay. Birthdays are good. Cause 
It means we're still going. It means you're not dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally the opposite. But whatever. Um, so was her, her family wanted to come over on Monday. And so I didn't... I didn't... Uh, I didn't share the information that I was going to be making my own dinner with her mom. And her mom was making food. So I, I acquiesced. And we had dinner. And it was good. And... And then today, on the way home from work, said the kids wanted Mexican, so I I picked up stuff from the store. And then I Mm -hmm. got a hold of her, and she's like, oh, we wanted this really good, authentic place across the street. And I'm not not going to get it. They got this fucking chicken burrito with rice and cheese and peppers and onions inside of it that's the size of my fucking thigh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, long story short, it's coming. I'm just going to have to do it in 11 weeks, not 12. I mean, procrastination. I Whatever. know what that did to me at, in college. So, and I see you're drinking beer, and I am doing a sober Tuesday well, today. Yeah, Even though I there mean, is a cocktail hour, it is a sober well, Tuesday for me. So that's that's the thing, right? It's like, you know, I wasn't not going to have some beer for the birthday party yesterday. I mean, come on. And so, you know, I six-pack sometimes is, like, not enough for me. like. Even on like Saturdays, like when when mm-hmm. I go into full diet mode, like I want a few more because I want like two of them, three of them in the evening, like the afternoon into my evening, mm-hmm. and then I want to have you know the four, the five as the wine for my to bed. for my nightcap, right? Yeah. If I'm gonna do something, and sometimes it's not that many, but sometimes, but they don't sell eight packs. Mm-mm. They should. Maybe they shouldn't because they then I end up buying a 12-pack and they make yeah. more money off me. Such is life. Such is fucking life. I mean, you can always just... Because the implication there is that you want the eight in total, but since there's four more, I'm just going to have the four more. Which is what normally happens. And so your implication is that you have no self-control, cannot not drink that four more. I mean, I can... But once I get into these, I mean, we did this all through quarantine, the first quarantine, first, first quarantine. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I lost, I went from 227 down to like a buck 93, right? And lo and behold, not drinking every fucking day works wonders. It's very good. It's very good. My goodness. And so we would do it on Saturdays with our Zooms. But if I just, if I had it in the house, because it's real easy to be like, I can have Anne, right? Mm-hmm. So just let me just keep it out. It's what works best. Well, it's generally I can do the Anne cocktail for cocktail hour, uh, and then not in the rest of the week be fine until the problem is then Friday and Saturday come and it just gets a little out of control. And it's like I might as well just been drinking the whole week if it's gonna if I'm well, gonna put on ten pounds worth of beer weight, might as well spread it out a little bit. That was what was nice with quarantine, right? Because everything was compacted in. You couldn't really go anywhere. I wasn't ordering out. Like, as a family, we weren't doing it at all, mm. period. Like, that everything makes it was in house. a little bit of LBs. Everything was in-house, right? There was no, like, we would buy frozen pizzas. We literally didn't order a pizza until fucking June. And when we did, mind you, they fucked my order up. There was a huge... There was a huge hair in the cheese bread, mm-hmm. and my uh, green peppers and onions ended up being green peppers and black olives. Which is disgusting. There was a meme I saw uh, the other day, and it was, God 
making olives. And he was like, I want a grape. Just make it fucking disgusting. And it was the, the, the Jane, what's her name from that, that meme from Glee where she's like, I'm going to make something so fucking, fucking difficult and whatever. Yeah. But it was like, I it was God. I'm going to make a grape. That's so fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's God, all, that's all, are, that's all olives terrible. are. They're terrible. Yeah, so there was a moving on from you getting your ass kicked. Um, there's a lot that happened this week. Mm-hmm. It was a busy week in the world. Um, first and foremost, uh, Manchester United beat Manchester City in the Manchester Derby in English football. If any of our fans are fans of that, uh, Manchester is red as it should be. Um, so that was a joyous, joyous occasion on Sunday. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Don't care. I mean, I do. I, I am for those that may not know. I'm the he's the Yankees. I'm the Red Sox. Basically, mm. there's you know, he's the Cowboys. I'm the Washington football team. Right. That's our teams are Ohio State, Michigan. And yeah. So on. Yeah. You got it. So you know, fuck you. Um, but other things happened. This they things did. continue to happen. I mean, I don't know. I've got like a. We I asked you earlier. I mean, we don't we try not to share info prior to getting into this. Um, I mean, is there anything that that you have on on your topic list that is jumping out to you? I mean, I mean, I could I could here here's some of the things I have written down. Right, All right give me a checklist here. These are some of the things that my my conscious thought. Uh, I I don't want to give all of them out because maybe we'll, we'll hit them again. Uh, Bath and Body Works fight that was should have been on pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, red mummy juice, mummy like like sarcophagus yeah, mummy okay. juice. Nope. Uh, everyone knows the interview, right? Mm-hmm. Megan and Harry sat down candidly with Oprah, and then I got a little kind of fun musing. We can blow off a little steam about something that everybody's. Notice and experience and rolled their eyes so far into the back of their own fucking head because mm-hmm. they always have to deal with it. And it's, it's in my opinion, my personal opinion, it's like the dumbest fucking thing ever how the, this thing is phrased and presented to not the consumer, but, but you, the person. Well, let's save that one for later down the road. Let's, uh, let's dive into, I think, the, the big world news of, of the week so far i mean it is only tuesday wednesday when you're listening to this but uh the blockbuster interview i think right yeah i mean full disclosure i didn't watch a single moment of it no neither did i i have a hard and fast rule uh i don't fucking care about monarchs Mm -mm. i don't care about royal families I, i just don't that's kind of so detached from real human beings and life um now, to the credit, what I do want to say is, you know, I'm I'm old enough to remember when Princess Di died, but I'm not old enough to understand the nuances that all went through with who she was and what she was to the royal family, which was an outsider. D- to be, let me let me just uh, clarify for our listeners: you said Princess Di, as in Diana, not. Died, even though she did die, right? No, I but said Princess died when she died. Yes, okay. Yes, I just want to make sure died. that yes. the enunciation yes. is happening yes. here. Yes, Princess Diana. So she was an outsider, right? She was not 
you know, she wasn't Kate. She was more Megan than she was Kate. Mm-hmm. Here I am calling these people by name when I say I don't care about them. But I did see something that that I had heard before that came up on a timeline recently because of all this. And it I remembered it. And, man, super poignant. It was an interview. And the quote was, they'll protect the heir. I'll protect the spare. And it was her talking about understanding who she was, who they saw her as, uh, where she fit in, where she saw herself fitting in, which was, for all intents and purposes, you know, providing an heir yeah. uh, in the lineage. Mm-hmm. And that's that's, a, that's William, right? That's the bald guy? That's the bald one. Uh, yeah. yeah, William, good, I think his good. name is, right? Cambridge, I believe. And yeah, I mean, they just make those things up, right? Does anyone understand? Well, they initially made them up. Well, yeah, I know, but I think like they keep. Well, yeah, first like, thing, there's a billion making... royals, and you know, you only got so many cities in wherever because it's it's like old timey cities, right? It's not like Duke of yeah, London like... is basically what it is, but it's Fucking Duke of Cambridge Duke of because Surrey. back then it was Cambridge, is what it was called. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the Duchess of Surrey, like. <gasps> Good grief. Ducks. But so, so, so what anyway? So, so her point was, you know, they got who they care about. They're not going to care about Harry. Right. So he's my son. I, it's up to me. Now, here you go. Fast forward. And what, you know, all this stuff's going. So I don't want to get bogged down in talking about these things because that's just not what we're here to do. No. What I want to focus on is just, which is completely expected. But the UK media, their reaction to the, the the revelations, which I really use that word lightly, revelations of what they had to say, because, mm-hmm. you know, hello, so, this is not fucking breaking news. Uh, you mean to tell me that the institution that uh, created imperial control and conquest and colonization of the unknown and known world through the better part of recorded history after the Romans mm-hmm. isn't inclusive. Mm. Fucking weird. Yeah. These guys yeah. conquered half the world so they could get spices to then not even use it in their fucking food. Right. No, they just wanted a nice spice rack like. of which they could look at with untapped seals. So so I use the word revelation from, you know, this interview lightly. But man, this pearl clutching of the UK media. And it's like basically to surmise everything they say is, what do you mean? What do you mean that there's some sort of uh, imperial classism and or racism here? Mm. All of my servants love cleaning my house. Yeah, I would like the, never. That is their extent of like the defense of this. Yeah. And I'm fucking sorry. Like, imagine living in a country where every Christmas, this woman who is going to outlive everybody sits down in front of like her gold plated piano in one of her like 37 great halls in a fucking palace. Mm hmm. Right? And then records a message to you about fuck all, right? The yeah. holiday season. And that, like, I'm sorry. It's ma'am. a charitable time of year. Read the, the queen. Fu- yeah. Sell that gold piano and mm-hmm. that 46 foot, 
you know, Douglas fir tree you have there, mm-hmm. right? Maybe pull back on some marble. Yeah, okay? I think it got enough. My goodness. Like, I think maybe, maybe stop paying all these witch doctors to keep Prince Charles alive. That because, is just redu- I mean, the sheer amount of virgins that they're sacrificing in the basement, probably on a daily basis at this point, is a little bit out of hand. It's I mean, like Urban Meyer constant. does it almost every halftime, but that's only because he needs to do it. Nobody needs this man alive. What's he doing? This is a constant flow of, of just black magic. And here's the other thing. You want to talk about worrying about skin tone and skin mm. color? Don't worry about little Archie. Worry about that man. Yeah. Have you looked at what his skin tone is like? Well, it's weird. It changes from the most pale gray you could ever imagine to when, and then when he finally gets the virgin blood sacrifice to then the blood vessels are almost coming out of his head. And it's, and it's like purple, purple and purple. blue. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's terrible. like, whoa. It's terrible. He can and still it, drive, though, apparently. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's good that, it's you know, 107-year-old people are driving. That, that's fine. Hey, so I, I think I think what, what, a, what a good... um. I got two points. One, just from uh, uh American versus English standpoint, let's just keep infiltrating the royal family. I mean, if they're going to have a royal family, let's just keep getting in there. Yeah, I mean, that's level. the thing. I mean, that that is the the longest play of longest play mm-hmm. ever. My gosh. Where that was the whole point of the revolution, just to get in just, just get in let, there. let you think you were safe, lull you to sleep, lick mm-hmm. your wounds, and then you think you can just well, look, they came and they, you know, they helped us and they saved us and the Nazis didn't take over. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we're all just moved on. And mm-hmm. now they guard down. That's right. Guard fucking down. So a big, I think, um, uh, thing you could point to and say like, this is probably where we shouldn't take inspiration from or holiday messages from these types of people. So I spent the better part of the first part of this episode while you were talking, uh, trying to determine the last name of any of these individuals. They they don't have one. None of them do. They're, they're not, they don't have surnames. They don't, they do not require one. I'm on the world family's website right now and they have one. And it's only when they need to do like a marriage. And for legal reasons, they got to have a surname. So they just made one up in the early 1900s. And it's Mountbatten Windsor with a hyphen for some. Yeah, I knew that at some point. Somehow I I knew that. Um, And so it like if you look up like Prince Henry's last name or William's last name, it's just 37 first names. Alfred Douglas, Michael, David, Sean. But no last name at the end of it. It's like Ricky Bobby, but on steroids. And I, <laughs> I, I you, when you when you look at that, you go, you don't even have, you have too many names, but not enough names to complete a full name. I'm not listening to you anymore. You have no power over me. Yeah, I have two I, names. I we just we are not the same. And I don't mean that as a put down on you. I mean that as like, man, like. I'm so far beneath the status that you've put yourself at mm-hmm. uh, uh, on paper um, that I just, I could not fucking care less. I, mean, I, I, there's examples of this here in America of, you know, philanthropic businessmen and this and that and whatever. And, and women, of course. Uh, um, but this is just on steroids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally a king and queen. That I mean, you're you like 
the uh, pomp and circumstance of uh, the British Parliament. I do. It's fun. But they still have, like, these archaic ties to the actual mm-hmm. monarch. That, But it, there's, like, nothing that they actually do, but they do do something. Yeah. I don't it, get It's it. all very formality-based, but it's, like, what the fun part is when they, like, bang on the door with a hammer because they technically sealed the doors. And it's, like, open the door in the name of Her Majesty the Queen. It's, like, bitch, what's she going to do? Bring her ass down here. I'll see what she's going to do. Right, you know, like you're walking into the great room, right, you know, with just cauldrons of fire around you and, you know, chain mail and armor and the name of the queen. Right. You've got the serfs wallowing in their shit. That's how you can tell who's royal because they're not covered in shit. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This we learned. We learned this. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I just, I thought it was pretty funny. And like you said, what a slow play. To get on in. Mm-hmm. Also. Yep. That was the whole move. Also. A man who literally has made his entire career talking shit about people. Namely the not white people. Mm-hmm. Um, had someone astutely question and push back on him on live TV. And it took all of like two minutes and three seconds for him to walk off and then quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good riddance, Pierce Morgan. You yeah, fucking wet wipe. Yeah, go fuck yourself. So. All right, let's oh. let let's let's get back to some more fun. I'm glad we did that because because yeah. that was I did enjoy a lot mm-hmm. of that. But we'll we'll move on. We'll move on from it. We like our British friends. We have some British listeners. Yeah, um, just fuck the royal family you know, and Pierce I mean, Morgan. I mean, I just, think that's about the yeah, gist of I mean, what we're I, getting at. Yeah, and here's the deal: if you can't get behind that, you know, this isn't yeah. the podcast for you. <laughs> um, Red Mummy Juice. I want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I, w- I was going to tell you to go back to yeah. that because that caught my attention. So I read this literally last night when I was going to bed. Um, a, I, I think it was like 3,000-year-old sarcophagus sure. was found in Alex- Alexandria, Egypt, mm-hmm. um, which I believe was the first Alexandria, if I'm remembering. Yeah, that was the my pre- former capital. Yes. Um and so it was like an apartment complex was being built. And they just find this fucking sarcophagus. And it was big. It's like the biggest one that they've ever found in Egypt. Um, and after a while, I don't know what a while was. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't have been too long. But there was a, a portion, I believe, probably days, of some serious concern about opening it. You know, as there should be. It's a sealed fucking tomb from ancient Egypt. I've they decided to, yeah. They decided to crack it open. Sure, why not? And what they found were three decomposed mummies in there, mm-hmm. bathing in some red liquid. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that there was an, and there still is, even though they now know what it is. Um, there was an online campaign for people to drink the red mummy juice. To get this whatever from. This is how the movie The Mummy starts. I, I, I This is the yeah. alternate director's cut version of how The Mummy starts. Well, so it turns out what it was, there was another apartment building near and apparently a sewage line broke <laughs> and had slowly seeped into a small crack within the sarcophagus. And so it's just shit. It was it's just shit. Dead juice. people and shit. 3,000 uh-huh. year old dead people and shit. Um, 
But man, the, it, I just got to say, Egypt's fucking wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Like, you got these massive pyramids that if you're, you know, a decorated brain surgeon, you believe that Joseph grain. made to fill with grain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking hell, right? Or aliens made them, right? But mm-hmm. either way, gigantic pyramids. A fucking cat with a hood and no nose or whatever the Sphinx is. Yep. I mean, gigantic. They got a river that fucking flows backwards. Correct. Away from. Insane. Yeah. Most fertile ground in the world. And yet right? famine ridden. Unless you're on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and also gigantic crocodiles. Massive. Absolutely massive. I mean, just huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just entombed. Dead people fucking everywhere. They were building an apartment complex and they just found fucking mummies. Like that might be able to be explained with uh, in Alexandria. There used to be what was the largest and probably most inclusive museum ever built. Uh, The town was named after Alexander the Great after he conquered Egypt. Blah, blah, blah. Massive museum was built there back in the shit however long ago 80 bc or what 200 bc whatever the fuck it was right he probably stuffed some some mummies in there maybe not i don't know maybe we were just burying people around it is interesting that there were three in one sarcophagus because that's definitely not like found a pharaoh like thing that's like arrow, a child yeah they found like arrow wounds and heads so there's mm. they're presuming it was maybe soldiers and it was like a hey we got a we got this box you want to put them in we that? got a couple of them and yeah whatever but but i guess more to my point like Place fucking wild, man. You yeah. just got all of like a myth. I don't know, mummy juice. Well, Man and the fact that there are these uh, <clears throat> disgusting people out there, you know, as if that would ever have happened. No scientist or whatever would have allowed that to happen. But you know, well, so it's like so people would have, have drank it, you know, if if possible, you know, and then they would have sat there and got like dysentery or something, even if it wasn't. Uh, you know, yesterday's shit just seeped into it. Even if it was something leaking out of these boys, they would got like dysentery or Ebola, and they would have died, and everyone would have been like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Me, you know we what? probably could have thought about that." Now that you, now that we say it out loud again, mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't, I don't think we should have done that. Yeah, I don't think we should drink red mummy juice. Mm-mm. Huh. I'll tell you what else you shouldn't do. Go out to lunch anywhere ever again. I went out to lunch. On, well, I attempted to go out on, to lunch on Sunday. After the United game, went downtown with some friends. You know, things are starting to open up a little bit more. It was a beautiful day outside. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, a little breezy, but... Um, so, we wanted to go to an restaurant. Show up there. Walk inside, everyone's wearing masks, you know, yada yada. Go inside, kitchen's closed. Bunch of people in there, sitting at the bar, sitting at tables, eating. There's people in the kitchen, I can see the kitchen. There's people working and cooking, I can smell the food. And they go, the kitchen's closed. It closed seven minutes ago. Went, oh, okay. This all started at about 2 o'clock, 2.30, I think we got there. So it closed at 2.30, we got there like 2.37. So we go, all right, well, there's a another cafe around the corner. Walk to that one, just completely shuttered. And locked. I know they're not closed, closed, just wasn't open. Like, okay. Across the street, about a half mile down, there's another cafe. Go down there, closed, just not open. Okay. 
So now we're on our phones. We know of other places, but some places are more expensive than others. And we're like, we just want to have a beverage and some eggs or something. And so then we go around the block to this other place we find, this Italian restaurant. We were just out of breakfast now. We were like, we just want some food. It's now about 4 o'clock. We've been walking around the city of Detroit for about an hour and a half, two hours. Go to this uh, Italian joint. Closed. All right. Even though it said open on the on the website. Across the street is a place called Prime and Proper. It's a steakhouse. It's a very expensive steakhouse, but we just want some food. Walk in there. Only taking reservations unless we want to sit at the bar. Not only do they not have enough spots for us four at the bar, if you sit at the bar, you must have a $100 bar tab per person to sit at the bar. Now, I don't know how you enforce that after I've already eaten and I'm walking out the door, but that's a whole different thing. They probably hold that. They probably give a pre-authorization on that credit card. Yeah. And so then we went across the street to uh, an eatery in Detroit. It's a little market that has a bar and a, and a restaurant in it. And we finally, I was able to get some like uh, ground duck risotto, which was fantastic. I wanted. Oh to yeah, make... your typical Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it was five in the five in the evening, and it was dinner time. Right. It started as lunch. <laughs> it was it's two meals. Time. It was two meals. <laughs> I had to combine so. I was going for the chili dogs. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why didn't you... So you didn't go to Lafayette? Well, I did after. We did eat there, and I was like, well, I am literally a block away from Lafayette. There's no shot. I'm not going in there and getting some carryout conies, which I did. I got find, four, and I ate, I ate them later. Why didn't you go to Bucharest Grill? Go get a shawarma. We wanted... Some chicken hummus. We wanted some... There was a place... Actually, there was a, the first restaurant I didn't actually even mention. It was just... It was between Corktown and downtown Detroit, if anybody knows that general area. There's a place called Lumen, and it's brand new. I've eaten there before, and it was pretty good. We went there, got and drink, and an Isn't appetizer. Isn't it La Lumen? No, it's Lumen. L-U-M-E-N. Must be a different one. Oh, uh, La Lantern is the one I'm thinking of. There you go. We go there, we get a drink and an appetizer. This place is generally pretty good. And then we wait for an hour after the appetizer. And we never get... Uh, the server never comes back. It's... She the only time she came back was once we finally had decided as a group we're getting our checks and we're leaving and we le- I finished saying that out loud and she popped up on my shoulder she was like can I help you guys ready to order I was like that was an hour ago I was ready to she order. knew ready. she knew what she was doing really you guys you guys were marked I mean must have been there were shuttering these. doors there was there were spotters on rooftops telling them where look we at were. these and pores coming in here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry boys we fooled night. What are you talking I mean, about, man? You got seats all over the place. To be fair, my buddy had a deicide shirt on. I think I was wearing a Michigan hoodie with the with the neck cut. So I, is, we, we were definitely not dressed uh, yeah, uh, yeah. impressed. Prime and proper. No wonder they were. Oh, yeah. It's like a $500 yeah. per plate fee. <laughs> See you. The fuck out of here, you vagrants. There's a McDonald's down the road, sir. Yeah, right. right. And unfortunately, we don't take wampum. <laughs> Yeah, I I I miss uh, I miss gallivant. I mean, think about that. It was nice to walk around, but bar I was hopping. hungry. Do you remember hungry. bar hopping? Vaguely, vaguely. That's insane. Like it, that at one point in our life, you just went Wandered places, around. yeah, and then to different places. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are on the ver. This is the week of one year for Michigan's lockdown. I drove by the cigar bar that we went to that night on the, it was the 14th, March 14th was, no, it was a Saturday because that Mm. Friday was the 13th and I was supposed to go to a concert downtown. 
And I had parted ways with my ticket on like that Tuesday or Wednesday because there were some cases and it was clear that like things were going to proliferate at mm-hmm. some point. I'm like, look, I don't need to be jam-packed and do a venue with 500 sweaty scene kids at an Every Time I Die show, no matter how bad I wanted to go see it. Just not the place I needed to be as a pandemic was starting to spread across our mm-hmm. country. And sure enough, the the governor brought that down, the the amount of people. But I drove by the cigar bar we went to, and it was nice to see that they made it through so far they were open had plenty of plenty of people there so that was nice to i I don't know six or seven cars in the park i still don't think you can smoke inside though so i think we're good on that front and in fact those places might be some of the if you can't smoke in there still might be some of the cleanest air because they got to have those those high powered uh uh air purifiers yeah i'm I'm unsure and i'm i don't know i don't know if that smokes here we go talking about this but yeah i don't know I want to go, but I don't mm-hmm. want to go. It's a weird thing. Um, well, what, what, where else do we want to go right now? Because I got some things. I'm trying to, I'm looking at, I know we got one thing that we have to hit here at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's, let's for a moment, because I just realized we forgot this. Let's teeter back for a brief moment to the health and fitness nonsense that we're uh, a segment I think we're going to do on a monthly basis. We had a weigh-in that we each did individually, right. and this is an honor system thing we're working. Uh, your scale, I've noticed, works differently than mine, so we're just going to have to continue to watch our weights on the scale. Well, it's it doesn't so matter the number. It matters the right. percentage. So as long as we use the same metric, right, it'll, it'll work. So I weighed in uh, at a uh, gargantuan 213.3. Uh, on Monday morning, yesterday morning. You are a fat piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, a big boy. you are. You are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no, that was 224. 224. Right. So this is, we have 12 weeks from this week starting, which I think takes us to Memorial Weekend. I don't know. We can listen back to last week's episode because Lord knows I didn't write that down somewhere. Wait a minute. Uh, in my trusty file cabinet. That was my garbage can. 12 weeks, underlined, arrow, May 31st. There we go. Keep that out. Put the other piece of paper back in the garbage can. Look at that. This is for the intern. Here you go, Jeffrey. File that away for me, please. Thank you. All right. So, so again, so there'll be 12 weeks, and it's based on percentage loss Mm -hmm. from starting number. So, fair enough. All right. Now that the business is done, or part of the business, let's wander our our way towards a cocktail hour. All right, pour me one. Now I pour me two. I feel like Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> All right, we have arrived, and I was kicking around some ideas for this week, and uh, uh, I thought since we had such a lovely weekend, uh, temperature-wise here in Michigan. Last week and and the weekend and hopefully more of this week, uh, I would do a a kind of summer Caribbean drink uh, this week. So uh, this week we're doing a mojito, a Cuban classic, as it were. Mm. I mean, I think we both enjoy these very much to begin with. Love them. Um, so it's a, it's a very classic drink. Um, 
it kind of shares some similarities with a mint julep in how it's prepared. Um, so just getting right into it, um, you take probably what is the oddest ingredient, and odd's not the right word, but one that most people wouldn't have in their house, which is mint leaves. Uh, you take five or six of them, depending on the size of the drink you want to make, and you muddle them at the base of a Tom Collins glass, which is just a thin, I don't know, maybe three-inch diameter glass that stands about six inches tall. Uh, you put the leaves down at the bottom. You add about three quarters to a whole ounce of um, simple syrup to the bottom of that, and you muddle that just so it breaks and the leaves start to express some oils out of it. And then from there, you add an ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice, lime juice, pardon me, uh, and then three ounces, two and a half to three ounces, depending on how strong you like it, of light rum is what I like to use. Uh, I like a clear uh, mojito, uh, but you can use, if you have a golden rum that you really prefer, uh, Hafana Club 3 is a really good rum you can use. Um, and then once all of those ingredients are added, you just take a bar spoon, stir it around, make sure everything's all nice and mixed up. Really get those leaves off the bottom of the glass and get that mixed within the drink. Uh, and then you just top it off with some club soda, your favorite club soda. And if you want to get fancy with it, toss in a couple mint sprigs sticking out of the top and a lime wheel. Uh, and it's also filled with crushed ice if you have it. If you don't have it, blocks of ice cubes will be just fine. Um, yeah, that's about it. I love mojitos and the the rum has to be clear for me. And the only issue is the mint gives me heartburn. Mm-hmm. Like I want I want to have more than the one, but I never can. Like I'll be just spitting hot fire if I try to. I know better. Um, I love these. These are great. Great summertime drink, especially if you're by the water. Oh, yeah. Right? Like if it's really hot, you're by the water. The The mint makes it like super like refreshing and mm-hmm. crisp with the rum that is smooth. Like if you get a nice, good, clear rum, nice and smooth, you've got the sweetness to it, the carbonation from the club soda, and then the 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 refreshing part from the mint is, is great. Um, it's an it's an eight and a half for me. It'd score higher if I didn't want to vomit if I had more than one. Hmm. Gotta be fresh mint leaves, though. Oh yeah, and you have to muddle really well when you put them in the base, um, or else it just you you lose part of it. But yeah, yeah eight and a if, half. If that mint doesn't come through, then what's kind of the point? You're just kind of drinking sugary rum at this. Sugar point. rum, which yeah. you know. I've been. If to you're in college, I was <laughs> if you're in college, you might. That's what we should do. We should think about a cocktail hour uh, a little more lowbrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a, I don't know, when we would do it, maybe like welcome week come the early, late late summer, early fall. Can do welcome week. We have spring break coming up. Mm, I, got a, I got a drink that you need to, uh, maybe I'll do it. Yeah, you can take over for a week. You know what we should do? We should have a guest a guest cocktail host. And we should have Uncle Don come on here because he knows this drink very well. And it's a Fort Myers staple. 
That's all I'll say. Really? It's a all Fort right. Myers statement. Yeah, I don't know this off the top of my head. I might know the name once I hear it, but I don't he's, know. This. He's yeah, he's given he had a he had a pretty good story about it. But it's uh as many people do who have one of these cocktails. Right. Uh, well maybe we'll kick around that idea for spring break or when it's a freshman it, report or something. We'll need to do we'll need to do this for spring break. So we'll mark that down. Figure I mean it's gotta be coming up here. It's either mid-March right? or April or something. Yeah, Beginning of April, something like that. Yeah. All right, good deal. All right, well, the Mojito, eight and a half. Wimbledon Woodies. Cubano Woodies. Mm. I got to get to this. Just I know we got something that we got to touch on. Did you see the fight that was in that Bed Bath and, or the Bath and Body Works? I don't think that I did. Oh, dude, it was great. You don't see what started it. But it was basically, uh, you know, some woman was too close to a customer. And the customer was like, I don't think the woman was wearing a mask. And the customer asked her to back up, told her to back up. Didn't happen. Anyways, cue the video. And, like, the camera's not focusing on him. You see something get thrown. And then this Bath and Body Works employee, this woman, just gets on this blonde-haired Karen. And then, I mean, it gets on. There's this girl... No clue who she is. She works there. All I know her is by is green sneakers. She had some green bottoms. And she wanted all of that smoke. All, all the smoke. Yeah. She was fucking waiting for someone to pull some of this shit. If it wasn't at work, it was going to be at Kroger. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't at Kroger, would have been at the DMV. Like, it, it was someone's time to catch these hands. Oh, and... Twitter has been ablaze with it. Every parody you could you could come up with, every play on words for mm-hmm. bath embodied works and, and yada yada yada, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, dude. so the chick in the green and the green sh- uh low tops, high tops, whatever, was she fighting the blonde hair Karen or the Bath and Body Works? No, no, she she was an employee. So they oh, dubbed the up girl. on yeah. So no, so the an employee got the Karen and then green shoot employee came in. And she was like, I got this bitch and doubled up and basically out muscled the initial woman who started fighting the Karen. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And she, she was like, step aside. She tagged herself in. She's mm-hmm. like, this is, I'm taking this bitch's wig. It was great. Great to watch. Great to see. I mean, you need those moments of relief throughout your day. I mean, the doldrums of the day churning on and on. A little bit of stress relief, both for that employee with the green shoes and for us who get to enjoy. I'm going to go find this video once we're done recording. Oh, it was great. It was great. And you could tell that this girl, she did not care about getting fired. She was like, I've weighed my options and I choose fucking violence. Yeah. I choose death. Let's (laughs) go. It was great. It was great. So shout out. Shout out to green shoes. Um, I love. Let, let me get got? to yeah here I I lost my note. Let me get to the thing that I, I noticed this week that I I just it didn't happen to me because I'm not in this position, but it's happened to everybody. I know it has. Everybody okay. listening, you uh, doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter when it's happened to you more than once. Um, that's job opening cliches, right? So. You know, I saw on Facebook a bar and grill around here looking to hire cooks, right? Mm. I love bar and grill cooks. You know why? Because I like to eat at bar and grills. Correct. Right? 
I've worked in the restaurant industry my entire life up until I didn't. And I'm not putting it down in the least bit. But when I read, and not just for bar and grills and cooks and jobs like, but when I read a job opening like this one that said, looking for self-motivated line cooks. Yeah, no fucking shit. Like self-motivated the, by that check at the end of it. Let's move on with this. It's like the it's like in a math problem where you don't have to write part of the equation because it's understood. Mm-hmm. Like what else are you going to put? Like is there a looking for a line cook that will have to constantly remind to stay on task? Mm-hmm. Someone we may have to call a couple times because they're late for their shift again this week. And also, if that person does exist, would they ever tell you looking for a self-motivated? Listen, honey, I'm just going to tell you right now, I am the least self-motivated person you're going to get. Dude, the, wor- I- the worst is the question, and then this is more in the interview. I can't be self-motivated to wipe my own ass. You think I'm going to be putting that broccoli on that plate? Right. Nope. What? What? Why do you want to work for, you know, Dunder and Dunder LLC? Mm-hmm. The fuck do you mean? Why do I want to? Why do you want to? What make when you think of Wendy's? Mm. What makes you? What what draws you to want? Because I need a fucking job. Mm-hmm. Like re like know where you're at. Like okay. have you ever had that happen to you? Like just this. I I got a job at Red Lobster when I was 15 as a host. And Jerry was the name of the GM, and Jerry loved his job. Jerry was good at his job, but Jerry loved his job, loved customer service. He had, he was like a Stepford wife, right? You know, like he had this like painted face that was Mm -hmm. like always the same. Yeah. Right? He just turned the switch on, and he was in customer service mode. When When you walk through that door, you leave your worries and your personal problems on the front doorstep. It was so disingenuously genuine that it became, like, you knew it was disingenuous, but it wasn't condescending. It was like... Mm -hmm. I know that there are thoughts inside your head that are running counterintuitive to the image you're projecting to me, Mm -hmm. but you are doing it so vehemently to yourself. I can physically see this change happening in you, this, you know, this metamorphosis that I just have to just understand that you're on some different plane than I. Jerry asked me a question while I am interviewing to be a host at 15 years old at a Red Lobster. Tell me a time that you made someone feel special. Bruh, what in the <laughs> fuck kind of question is? I'm not applying to be a social worker. Yeah, how does this apply to the biscuits at Red Lobster? And I gave him. I made something up off the top of my head. A friend of mine that I've known since elementary school was, I don't even know. It was like, I think I told him that she was dumped by her boyfriend the week of prom and this. And I'm thinking the entire time as I'm making this up, you know, I'm lying. Mm-hmm. Jerry, you know, I'm lying. You've heard every answer to this. Good ones, bad ones, real ones, fake ones. You know I'm fucking lying. (laughs) But 
true to his ethos while he was switched on, he, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Fucking taking notes. I wanted to rip the pen out of his hand. Shake your hand. God damn it, Jerry. Cut the shit. Yeah. But I you know this. what I mean? Like, whoa. I remember when I when I hired in at, at Sears to be a, a minimum wage uh, cashier at the time when I was 16. And yeah, first thing, they, they handed me like this eight page front and back form with like paragraph questions and then like a paragraph worth of empty lines to write in. And, you know, their questions like, when did you make somebody feel special? When, when did you really lead a team? And so, you you know, you bullshit and whatever, right? And then you hand it back to them, and then they just ask you that question back. And it's like, first thing, I just did the work filling out that test you gave me right, right in front of you as you sat silently in front of me. And also these questions are bullshit. Am I going to be leading a team or am I going to be getting yelled at by customers while I make $7.45 an hour? Right. Which one? You're not, you're not some rear admiral, okay? Right. You are an infantry man in the vanguard, mm-hmm. right? You're that first line of guys with shields and spears that just get run over by horses. Right. And as long as we slow them down just a fraction, we've done our job. But that's the job that you are yeah. giving me to do. Don't make me fucking sing for my supper when right. you're just going to throw me to the wolves. Right. Get the fuck out of here. I what can't. makes? Why do you want to work here? Uh, you there, cut there the is checks, a pay at, right? Yeah, was, there is a pay at the end of the week, right? <laughs> I didn't misread that, correct? Why do I want to work here? Well, because work release says if I don't get something soon, I'm going back to prison. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm not going back to prison because I didn't get a job. If I'm going back, it's because I'm going to rob you blind and probably assault you and steal your dog. After okay? I've gotten the job. That's why I'm going to prison. Not because I didn't get a job fast enough. Speaking of which, you wouldn't happen to know where I can get some French bulldogs, do you? Mm, call back. Call back. That's, that's a good right one. There. That's that's just that's that's comedy one hundred and one. The actor becomes the scene. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Anyways, I just you know, there's everyone's seen the meme, right? Uh, the interview. It's like, uh, can you perform under pressure? No, but I could try Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. right? And get it, the song. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Do you work well under pressure? No, I will f- literally evacuate my bowels. I w- if, if this job has any stress, I will fucking shit everywhere. All over the place. Like, I, I am, this is not hyperbole. I, ha- I am completely against stress. So just don't, just don't give me any of it because I have adverse reactions. And if there's lots of stress, it's not just a one-time thing. It will be a continuous mm-hmm. flow of poop. Of red mummy juice, callback, mm. coming out of my ass until the stress goes away. And sometimes if it's too much stress, it won't stop. Like, what, no, it, what it, are they looking for in those? Like, what, what do they expect? They know what they're going to hear. I, I, there's got to be, like, we're just trying to make sure that they can read and write <laughs> for the job. And who knows, man? So, well, maybe we circle back, right? Because they I think the same thing, like I said, that time I drove my buddy to Arizona, 
in Texas and North Texas and into New Mexico, there were signs that said, don't, if smoke is covering the freeway, don't drive through it. Well, no fucking shit. Mm. But the sign exists because someone drove through a wildfire fucking highway, apparently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So who knows? I mean, do you perform well under pressure? Well, kind of pressure we talking about here. So who knows? I mean, there must be, and you know, that's probably a fault that I have. Uh, I give far too much credit, which is which is insane because I don't realize it. I think I'm really obtuse when it comes to how much credit I give the average human being. Hmm. But if you really stop and think about all these instances where you're like, why would they ask questions like that? No one's that fucking stupid. And then you go, oh, well. Wait, aren't they? They are that fucking mm. stupid, aren't they? And the they? bar is so low, even even those questions. It's literally to make sure you can read and write. And it's like, man, this, this is what we have to test for? I mean... I mean, think about it. I mean, I remember applying for jobs ad nauseum when I was younger. And you do the, the online questionnaire. And it's like, if you see Mary stealing $3 out of the drawer a day... What would you do? Oh, it's not a big deal because it's only a little bit of money. I mean, and then there's only one clear viable answer. But then you realize this literally, there are some hookworm mouth-breathing idiots that get weeded out because of these questions. Mm -hmm. It's just basic chlorine in the gene pool. Just just a drop of it. See if we can get that one little piece of bacteria out of here. So I realize I, I, I must clearly be giving too much credit. I think that's re- I think that's that. really the lesson here is we need to lower even further our standards for the human race, and uh, maybe we I mean there stop was ourselves from being as disappointed as we there are. was a petition to drink red mummy juice whether it was shit or just actual liquefied mummy and you know uh, what you know what our problem was we should have just let them should have just let them because you know if they if they died then. Man, that's unfortunate, but now they won't infect the rest of I us think with their stupidity. Egypt has a president, right? They have a democracy there. I think they have a well. They had a, they had a democracy and they, they got did. cooed. That's but, right. That, yeah, yeah. Well, he'll, he might still call himself a president, though. That will happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to presidents that uh, are presidents because of coups. Uh, Thailand, mm. they got a it, real. They got a yeah. He's a got crazy a guy. guy. Sprayed uh, the front row of reporters for asking a basic question after telling them to mind their own business. Now, to be fair, he sprayed them with disinfectant. There's, it wasn't bear mace or anything. Allegedly. True. Would Might you bear trust mace and just, disinfectant it's just, from it's Thailand? A, it's, 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 it's like a five-gallon canister he's got next to him. And it's just a sticker of Lysol over it. But it's clearly just like some type of acid. And he's yeah, just, just all right. That, that, that Lysol is bubbling. <laughs> what the? Why do you have rubber gloves on? You look like I'll the guy some, from Roger Rabbit. I'll take some questions now. That same oh, guy. No, well, none. no, he won't. He won't take questions because, uh, I believe it was in 2018, he pulled out a cardboard cutout of himself, stood it up, and on the first question, he says, I don't know, ask this guy. And then he fucking left. <laughs> Total G move. No wonder no wonder this guy had to take power by a coup. His genius was too... Uh, was 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 too great for them considering to for. how low the bar we just explained the rest of the society and world is you know we just we can't even fathom his genius yeah amazing amazing all right so adam yes next week we have a big big 
thing happening. It's not necessarily happening. us. It's for the rest of the world. The too. world. The, the world has a big thing happening. Mm-hmm. And it's no, much. No, it's needed. not Easter. No, it's not Christmas. Couple weeks, you know what's happening? Like less than thirty days. The Masters Start is back. F1. Ah, yes. But that's that'll be another episode. Anyways, yes, it will. tell the people what's happening. March Madness kicks off. Mm, that's right. Or tips off, I suppose, to keep a good uh, metaphor. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Thursday, I technically, Wednesday is the first game. Technically, Wednesdays. But that's like the NIT garbage. If you lose, you drop into the NIT. No, you don't. You just, no, no, no. Yeah, whatever. It's not like Champions League in Europa. But yes, it's the play-in. Yes. Which actually, to be fair, not to get too meta, I know I keep jumping on you. Uh, it may, because you've got like the Dukes and the North Carolinas, you've got some really good teams that started really poorly that are on the bubble. So you might have some legit, once some thought matchups. to be Blue Bloods, going for those 12 seed plans. Which A could give you some nice matches to watch, us with nice matches to watch, and B would just be funny to watch them struggle to get into the tourney, the likes of Duke and I mean, North you, Carolina. You enjoy it. You truly yeah. enjoy it. You love to see it. Um, but for our purposes, Thursday and Friday start the real action through Saturday and Sunday. We have I have, I don't know what you have off. I have Thursday and Friday off. So I'll tell you what I have. central. I have a bid review on Thursday is what I have. That sounds like a you problem. It is a 100% a me problem. But as long as Michigan doesn't play Thursday, I'll be working from home on Friday. I think they play on the Friday calendar. morning. Well, it's not. No, that's for the Big Ten tournament. On the calendar, I am working from home on that Friday. All right. In actuality, I will be at home on that Friday. <laughs> but yeah, but so... Yes. What's great about March Madness? Outside of all the sports betting you do, actually, technically within the sports betting of what you can do is the bracket. Everybody right. loves a good bracket. Especially that piece of shit John in your office won't shut up every day about the one team he picked. St. Mary's just beat some who cares team and they're advancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, which bracket was that? Because you have seven, John. Because right. in your other six, you had them losing, you mm. fucking troglodyte. That that guy, that guy, and multiple fantasy football league guy, I can't stand. No, Never cannot stand. Up. The only time I've ever done a two bracket league was when I lived in Fort Myers. So this was 2011 into 2012. This is really this is probably one of the like probably why I only have bad luck now because this was the best luck I've ever had. Mm, so you burned it all out. Yeah, but listen, listen to how odd this was. So I did. I met. I worked at a Chili's for a while, right? Mm. And I was a server. And so I didn't, I was dating a girl down there and I didn't know anybody down there. So after work, I'd have a beer and hang outside and I have a smoke and go home. And there was this group of people that would always frequent it like a lot outside on the patio. And I, and they were about my age. So I ended up talking to them, getting on. They were really cool. One of the guys is running a tournament. I got in. They were allowed to do two brackets, so I did it. Her and I end up splitting up. I end up leaving in the like the week it started, the week like after the first round. Yeah, I end up winning it. 
And on the national on the national championship game, it was Kansas Kentucky mm-hmm. when Anthony Davis was there and Michael Robinson mm-hmm. was at Kansas. And I had I was in first and in second, and my first place bracket was Kansas winning, and my second place bracket was Kentucky winning. Mm. And so, if Kansas won, the other two people that could catch me also had Kentucky. So if Kansas won, I would have won first and second. Kentucky wins, I just win first, whatever. Kentucky wins, I get first. But this is the good luck part. Yeah. Mind you, I'm now back in Michigan. They are in Fort Myers, Florida. I have already given this gentleman my money. Sums of money, yes. I told him I now no longer live in Florida. This human being mailed me my money. What a nice gentleman. This was, like I said, PayPal and all that. Yeah, shit. we didn't have any of this. Venmo where you could just like Facebook people money. Yeah, so that was like my amount of good luck. Good fortune that was bestowed upon me by the karmaic gods. Yeah, I mean, you you should probably just stop buying lottery tickets at this point. It's just a waste of money. Yeah, you really just burned it Because that was, that was all I had. Was all I had, but anyways. but nonetheless, we're all degenerates here, and so nothing stops us or deters us, anyways. Uh, so we have brackets, and we're going to do back brackets. And what we want to do is is kind of how we, not the same way we did, but involving uh, social media in on this and our listeners is getting a bracket that other people can participate in and having some prize at the end of it that is something. If I can win a bracket. That was housed in Fort Myers, Florida in 2012. You can win a bracket that's housed in a garage in 2021. That's right. We're probably more respectable and more trustworthy. That's what I always say. Mm -hmm. Um, But the cool thing about this one is Alex and I talked about this for a bit. No reason to involve any escrow and have any entrance fees. That's ridiculous. You guys can feel free to, you know. Put your money with those you're near to and trust. So let's just do one for anyone listening. Anyone that wants to get in, we'll host it. We'll either do it on Yahoo or ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll provide we'll provide a link and a password. And uh, what do you think? I mean, winner get like a what could we do? Like a fifty dollar Amazon gift card, a hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And whatever. So no. No second, no third, fuck all that, right? No entry fees, nothing. So we'll send out the free link. It'll be our group. It'll be where you can, you'll be able to fill it out online as is. You'll be able to check it. You won't need us to update you. You just log into ESPN or Yahoo, whichever one we end up using, and you'll see our group. And I think, I mean, you can do multiple groups. You just mm-hmm. like, you just keep adding whatever the individual uh, name and codes are. And so you'll be able to track and follow along. And you know, I mean, who knows? How does, how does, how does, uh, Amazon gift card digital giving work? Well, I mean, for our other podcast, Top Drawer, we, we, we raffled off. We got burned on that one, didn't uh, we? A FIFA 21, uh, copy. And, you know, you just order it on Amazon, but you just put in the person's address. Um, but what I'm also thinking, is you can also just go to the store and get it and we can just mail it. If well, I think I'm, um, I'm positive we could probably buy a digital gift card and yeah, email and just, it to whomever. 
But also, you know, maybe there's a piece of swag tossed in somewhere and shipped as well to that address. You might want it. You might not. You might get it anyways. Who knows? I don't know. Bingo. Bingo. I mean, look at that. I mean, if it's free, it is for me. Right. And so, again, this is going to have no entry fee, right? The most you have to do is just put the time in to fill out names. And you don't, you don't have to do any research. You could just type in the names provided. I've found throughout my entire life um, that no matter how many hours and no matter uh, how many pieces of metadata I peel back and look at, um, the only time I've literally ever won a bracket was that one time. Every other time, it is Sue from accounting. We talked about mm-hmm. this with football squares. Mm-hmm. It's your buddy Mike from, you know, TKE fraternity's girlfriend mm-hmm. who has a cousin who went to Boston College. Yep. And that's why she took them as a 13 seed to the fucking final four. And her mom went to George Mason. I, and they, they win. Right. And everything All of the else time, is I like the mascot more than the other mascot. All right. What color are they? Right. But that's the beauty of it because you you sit there and you spend time and time and then you say, well, Duke's great. I'll take them all the way to the final four. And then Mercer dumps their ass in the first round or the second. Yeah, first round. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Tennessee, you get a little. Middle Tennessee State and Michigan State. Giddy Pots. See ya. Giddy Pots. If I ever see Giddy Pots, if he ever comes to the garage, he can drink for free. That's right. But uh, yes. So, and I think, I think, uh, so the way this works is it's boss based off a point system, right? So you don't have to go, you know, oh, and 32, you're, you're fine. Uh, and so, you know, as you, as you progress on, uh, each match, each game is worth a little more if you get it correct. Uh, and then of course that's the final four and to the winner, I believe, right? Yeah. ESPN and Yahoo, they, they've got it. It's all, it's rudimentary, right? It's their, it's set up. So there's no, there's not going to be anything different. It's going to be pretty straightforward just like it is for any other one. So, um, and I'll be open to whomever. I mean, yeah. we're not going to put anything on this about sharing the links and commenting. It's going to be completely separate. And maybe five people do it. And that'll yeah. give you a better chance on. And get your, yeah, yeah. But yeah, who I mean, knows? Maybe, maybe we get a lot of people doing it. Maybe we do something different. But for now, we'll do a gift card. We'll do like an Amazon gift card or something like that uh, for first place. Yeah, so this will be, uh, we'll be posting this on our socials, which I'll give you here in a little bit, um, if you don't already know them. Uh, and uh, it doesn't start, it doesn't open until, what, Sunday or Monday, I suppose? Yes, yeah, I mean, the Selection, selection Sunday. Sunday is this coming Sunday. At, yeah. It starts after the Big Ten Tournament is the last championship game. So that wraps up at about 6 o'clock. So, you know, by about 6, 7 o'clock, you'll have... Uh, available uh, brackets to fill out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And you know, even outside of that, I'm gonna do a bracket. I'll probably do one or two of them. Uh, and uh, I can't wait for Thursday and Friday to have off. I, I'm, this whole week, I'm sticking straight to the diet. Next week, it's gonna fall off towards the end of the week. Well, it's all right because mine fell off this week, so we'll well, we'll be even we on eleven weeks because yeah. I don't have any time off. So we have we have uh we'll have our we also I guess we could talk about next week, but we do have a uh, garage time office meeting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that will be Saturday of the opening weekend. That's right. 
which will be fun. So uh, I do have one last note. All right. That we we both discussed. Um, I feel like I shouldn't have to tell people this, especially high profile people. Mm-hmm. Um, don't use racial slurs in general. Correct. Don't go live on a Twitch stream playing Call of Duty and use racial slurs. Don't take your time, pause, roll through the Rolodex, and decide which racial slur you'd like to use, Correct. as Myers Leonard did. Did you hear that? Yeah, there was a, a, a almost audible pause as he went, chink, 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 chink. What do I want to say? Yeah. How My repertoire po- is so large that... So he's apologized. I haven't read it, but I saw the stupid, you know, the notes app it looked like um yeah. don't care what it i mean because you can't say at the time what my caught up in the emotion yeah. caught up just i got caught in the emotion and it's not who i am as a person blah 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 caught up in the emotion you you composed yourself mm-hmm. you paused yeah. dropped a k-bomb i mean my goodness yeah that is unacceptable yeah, and so, so the was it the uh, Mavericks? Is that who we played? No, Miami Heat. Miami Heat have, Miami Heat. have uh, part ways, as it were. Yeah, unfortunately, so, you know, just remember the the simple rule of don't be fucking racist. You'll, That'll get you'll you far amazed. in this you'll world. You'll be amazed. It's, yeah. You'll be amazed. It's outstanding. All right, that's enough for today. Um, yeah. Let's uh let let's get you those socials that I promised yeah. you. Um, there you go. In general, you can email us at garagetimepod at gmail dot com. Um, we're gonna be posting links to uh, all of this stuff on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So at Instagram, uh, at Garage Time, uh, on Facebook at Garage Time, and at Twitter on Twitter at Garage Time. I'm losing it. Um, I think we're gonna be posting our stories. We're gonna make. Uh, copies of it links available on the actual posts themselves um our patreon patreon.com slash garage time there's nothing there yet we're working on it maybe this uh possible free merch giveaway for the winner um maybe that'll spur us to take a little action to get some stuff actually on that patreon but you know who knows we're pretty lazy so uh we'll see about that uh but regardless make sure that you follow us and subscribe on all Podcast platforms, I'm fading fast here. It is it's late for those keeping track. Twelve thirty eight in the morning. <laughs> it's late. It's a late. Uh, it's a late garage yeah. time. But make sure that you follow us and are subscribed so you get uh, our new episodes delivered to you first thing when they're posted. That's right. All right. Well, we won't hold you up too much longer. Uh, before we go, shout out to everybody out there coming out of seasonal depression. You know, season, mm-hmm. it always feels like it's fake until you know. Until it's 50 degrees outside and I'm like, you know, taking up charitable causes and I feel like love is real and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not a nihilist anymore. It's wild. And then back to your regular depression. Yeah, right. I mean, that's always there in the wings. No, I'm not going to. I shouldn't have have said that. I think that trope is so played out, right? Because there's people who've got, uh, you know, like Megan. Megan has a real issue unless you belong to you know itv 
or used to work for ITV. Used, used to, yeah. yeah. Then yeah, it's all used. fake, right? He'll, he'll show up at Sky Sports. Hey, maybe they'll maybe they'll arrange clapping for mental health, just not for her. Right? They'll clap at nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It's at seven p.m. or something. something like that. All right. Just not for the Americans in the royal family, I guess. We'll just get them in limousine accidents. But all right, everybody. Well, hopefully the weather's getting nice, and you guys here hearing the sweet sounds of baseballs mm. pretty soon. March Madness. Luther Vandross is coming up with one That's shining right. moment. I mean, it's going to be great. Fantastic. Good things. Good things are happening, and we're going to be there for all of them. We got some things working up. We got some things cooking up. But the one thing that we need for all of it to work is for you to please make sure to keep those beers cold.